Lewis, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, sir. Nice, nice. I, I don't know what happened earlier, but I'm glad you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, it was acting up a little bit, but I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're able to come in, man. I know yesterday it was like last. But thank you very much for coming on today. Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I was just getting some groceries done yesterday. I'm trying to learn how to cook, but we'll get into that in a bit, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Nice, nice. Well, let me tell a little bit about, uh, you probably already know, but let me tell a little bit about what this podcast is. Um, my my vision for this podcast is I want to interview upcoming entrepreneurs. Now, that could be anything from, you know, someone that wants to be an entrepreneur or someone that's already an entrepreneur. See, what I noticed, what I see is that usually the people that get interviewed are the giants, the ones that are already, that already made it, right. the ones that are kicking ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so my vision is, is I want people that I can relate to and people that um, my listeners can relate to, you know, someone that's in the grind at the same time as my listener, you know, so gotcha. that's kind of what this is. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully you're ready for it. <laughs> oh, I'm certainly am. Yes, sir. I think I fit right into to where the podcast is. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, my first question is always, uh, you know, I want you to tell me a little bit about you. You awesome. know, uh, who is Lewis? Great. So my name is Lewis Ruiz. I am 22 years old. I am currently living in Delaware, Northeast United States. Uh, I pretty much started doing graphic design when I was about nine years old. So about 13 years ago. And I've been doing it ever awesome. since. Yeah. Um, when I, recently I was working for a financial company, just doing pretty much credit card calls, that kind of stuff. And I decided, you know, this isn't really me. This isn't what I want to do. So I, I took the jump and I, I launched a, a small company, pretty much offering advertising services and pretty much creating content. And so far it's been working well. I'm a few months in and it's, it's, a, it's a struggle, but I'm sure it'll work out. Nice. And, and you live, live, are you living on your own or are you living with your parents or how's that going? Great question. So it's, it's a funny arrangement. My mom pretty much travels between here and Florida about every six months. Um, so me and my sister take care of the bills. Um, but I, pretty much we live in, in a single home. And I'm lucky to say that I was able to pretty much use part of the home to to as an office space where I can meet sort of clients. We converted it. So I guess you could say I'm living at home. But I, I like to say that, you know, I'm taking care of the responsibilities of, of owning the home now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it, man. That's cool. Um, so so your business, that's all you do? Or do you have a, a job as well? So, so currently I'm, I'm all in. Uh, I, I sort of do install jobs, I would say maybe on the side. I, I started doing um, what was vinyl wraps and vinyl lettering. Uh, when I was about 13 years old, I, I met a mentor, great mentor named Scott. He pretty much taught me a lot about the print business and that kind of stuff. So sometimes if there's a, a need, I will go and help them out. But most of the stuff, most of my income is, is doing the business, doing um, advertising and marketing. Wow. I love it, man. I love it. Thank you. So um, the question I have for you then is what would you say to somebody that needs to take that jump? You know, like, like is doing their business is doing their nine to five. Um, their business is asking for more attention, but yet they're afraid of the unknown, the uncertainty. What would you, what would you tell someone I would definitely, it's, it's sort of a two-sided question because number one, I always like to say go for it, man, especially if um, if it's something that you want to do. If it's something that I always like to say, find your passion. The way you do that is you find something that you would do for free and then find someone to pay you to do that one thing. So if it's something that you love to do that you would do for free, I say jump for it. Now, I always like to say people, be cautious at times, you know, make sure you're ready. If you have the luxury of having some money saved up before then just so you can sort of offset some of the expenses, awesome. But if not, I, I'm a big fan of just taking the jump and learning to fly on the way down. 
Love it, man. That's that's what I heard from Les Brown, you know? <laughs> yes, uh, sir. Jump and learn learn or grow your wings on the way down. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, I love it, man. Well, definitely, I, I agree with that, man. Like, uh, you, I mean, you just won't know until you fucking do it, you know? Right, right. Exactly. And like Gary Vee says, you know, especially people that are younger, you know, go and mess up. Try as many things as possible. Really find what drives you. You have time to mess up. I don't care what your age is. You, you still have time to learn and really find what you want to do. Yep. Yep. I agree, man. I agree. There's a lot of people out there that, that um, I mean, uncertainty is, is, is a scary thing. I'm not going to lie, right. man. But you won't know until you fucking do it, you know? Exactly. Um, me on the other hand, I have my my side hustle. Actually, I had a side hustle. I actually, I uh, I, I guess you can say I, I uh, gave it up for now or something. You know, um, what I'm trying to focus on mainly is the podcast now. Nice. I, I feel more fulfilled with this than right. anything else I've done. So I'm just going all in on this. But I do have my nine to five, and um, I actually uh, I, I was in the banking uh, as a banker. But oh, cool. I just recently switched to back of the house. So now I'm like in the corporate side and I'm just doing, nice. you know, I'm not handling with customers. It's just all like paperwork and stuff. Right. right and right. it's a little afraid, you know, you don't know what the hell you're getting yourself into. But <laughs> I mean, you got to move up. You got to build your resume. I say all the time, you know, right. you always got to you know, have a, a, another skill to add to your life, you know? So um, it's, 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 it's scary, but you know, it's got to be done. Right. You got to keep moving forward. The more you learn, I always like to see here, is the more you learn, the more you earn. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, one thing that, that, uh, that I like to listen to a lot of like motivation. I also like to listen to a lot of like development. You know, that, that's me, man. That's, that's right. all me. Um, one thing I hear, I don't know if you know who Jim Rohn is. Jim Rohn. No, I, the name sounds familiar, but I'm going to be honest. I haven't heard him yet. So, so I, I definitely recommend you looking him up on YouTube, Jim Rohn. Okay, R O H N. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Got it. He is um, Tony Robbins' mentor. Oh, cool. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, so he's he's no longer here, but he's left a lot on YouTube that's amazing, man. He has a lot of information out there. But uh, he says one thing that, that stuck by me, man. And he says, um, set a goal to become a millionaire. Okay. You know, and then, you know, off the back, you're like, well, no shit, you know, like that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the easy reason why is, you know, a go, you know, right. but it's not about the money, he says, and that's what caught my attention. It's not about the money that you want to set the goal for. It's what you will become in the process. Right. And that fucking stuck by me, man. Like, like when I think of that, I think about the, the, the lottery, you know, there's people who fucking win the lottery. But then they find out how to fucking lose the money again, you know? Exactly. They'll be, like, rich for a few <laughs> years, and then all of a sudden, they're back to their nine-to-five. Nope. Um, but if you learn how to make the fucking million dollars, the You're person set. you become... Yeah, exactly. So um, it, it just reminds me of... Uh, uh, what do they call it? Like, like, some people say it's a must. Uh, your expectation, your, your value. Um, speak a little bit about that, man. Like, I honestly think that you, you got to vision yourself to a certain level so that you can get there. If not, you, you're just, you're in the level you're in because of your, your expectations. You know? no, you're absolutely right. You got to have that mindset and um, the law of attraction. I, I firmly believe in it. You got to, you got to picture yourself when you make it, you got to picture yourself having everything that you ever wanted, you know, the lifestyle that you want to give your family and it comes in, especially with, with sort of the work that I do. I, I always like to say, it's kind of funny how 
the client always comes. Yeah, I'm starting work and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I need to make this much by the end of the week to make sure, you know, expenses are paid. And I envision it, okay, I want this kind of client. I want this to be this kind of budget. I want to be this kind of job. And it, it always seems to work out so far. So I'm, I'm a strong believer in, you know, wishing it, asking for it, and it, it, it will come to you. And now that you mentioned Jim Rohn, I've actually seen a video of his now that I was looking him up. He's actually, um, he was on the same stage as Zig Ziglar. Are you familiar? Yep, yep. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I was looking, I definitely have to listen to more of him. One of the favorite things about Zig Ziglar, I'm sure you've heard of it, is um, this, this quote that really stuck out to me. It's one of the reasons I left the, the financial industry is um, if you're going to work tomorrow because that's what you did yesterday, you're, you're not going to be as good today as you were yesterday because now you're two days older and no closer to the goal that you do not have. So for those people that are out there that are wondering, Damn. you know, can, can I jump? Can I really make the, make it? You got to have that goal first. You got to picture exactly what you want to do. And then once you're ready, take that jump. I always say take that jump. <laughs> yep. Yep. I agree, man. That I haven't heard that quote actually, but I love it, man. And, yeah. Zig, Zig, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say Zig Ziglar is a phenomenal speaker. I, 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 he has his own courses, that kind of stuff. Um, definitely someone to watch it or listen to, I should say, if if you have the chance. Yeah. Let, let me ask you, uh, uh, where are you more engaged? What what uh, platform? I definitely say I'm trying to grow more on Instagram. That's that's my biggest platform at the moment because I find that my Facebook account um, is is more personal, more family, more people that I went to high school with. But my Instagram is where I really try to build an audience. What's your Instagram? Oh, so across all social media, I am at I sell colors. Just exactly how it's spelled. I sell colors. <laughs> colors like like the crayon colors? Yep, yes, sir. So that pretty much just came from, from graphic design because that's essentially what I'm selling. You know, I'm not selling you a business card design. I'm selling you colors. It's just organized a certain ah, way. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Is that is that like your, your business name? No, my um, business name is called Zero Degree. Zero Degree Media. And... Um, okay. That name pretty much, it's, it's sort of, I've been sitting on that name for a while, and it's a very literal name. Um, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm anti-college, but I don't believe that by having a degree, you know, you're guaranteed success. So I yeah. came up with that name, Zero Degree, just because I'm trying to really push the fact that you don't need a degree to become successful or do what you want to do. You know, of course, with the obvious exceptions of, you know, if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a lawyer, you have to. That's the path you want to follow. But if you just want to go out there and do what you want to do, do what you love, it's not. 100% necessary. Yep. Yep. I agree, man. Um, yeah, th there's a lot of like bad mouthing uh, school, you know, uh, right. not, not, not necessarily, but I, I've heard it, you know, people are like, oh, school this, school that. But uh, if you really listen to Gary, um, mm -hmm. he's, he's not saying, he said that he didn't go to school. He's not saying to not go to school. He's saying that if it's not your path, don't do it. You're just right. wasting your time. But some people don't see that. Like they, they think it's just like, oh, Gary D says, fuck school. And it's like, no, man, like, you got to understand, like, if that's your path, you're going to do something with it, do it, you know, right, but if exactly. not, then freaking drop it and fucking do what you got to do because time's precious. Right. And I think where the most people really struggle with that is because we've grown up to sort of be accustomed of that is sort of the traditional path that, you know, that's what our parents want us to do. That's because something, especially if they went to college, you know, that's sort of expected of us and we don't really have that say, but um, I was lucky to grow up uh, pretty much in a Hispanic household. You know, I would have been the first person to go to college, but I, I realized from a young age, you know, I was never going to become a scientist. I was not going to become a doctor. I love selling stuff. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to pursue this. I, I love doing designs and I love pretty much working with small businesses to build their, their business because it, it becomes really personal to me. It's almost like I'm helping start all these other little businesses and I'm involved 
And then when they come back to me, if they've opened up their second location, I'm ecstatic for them because it's like, yes, it worked. You know, the logo yep. that I built for you two years ago is now going somewhere else. <laughs> yep. No, I agree, man. I, Hispanic family too, man. I, my sister actually, she graduated, but she's not doing what she, what she, what she studied for, you know? Right. And, you know, it's just so, sometimes you just don't know what you want until you do it, you know? Uh, exactly. me personally, I've uh, I've had a lot of jobs, man. I'm 30 years old. I've had a lot of jobs, but I've been. It's not because I'm not good at them. It's because I've been trying different shit, you know. No, I'm trying one thing, different things, you know. And one thing I've realized, man, you can have a degree, but you know, you know, some most people that have degrees, not most. Some people that have degrees, they feel like they're entitled to something. You know, yeah. I I I I've worked at the bank, you know, level. And there's people who've come in with degrees thinking they're entitled to a precision, but you got to realize that that's, that's just a certain, up to a certain level. Then you got to fucking put in the work, man. Like it takes heart, you know? And, and one thing that I, I took from Eric Thomas, I don't know if you know who Eric Thomas is. I've heard of Eric Thomas. <laughs> yeah. See, he says like, you're not going to outwork me, you know? And, right. and that's the mindset I take every time anywhere I work, man. It's like, okay, what are you doing? Okay. First, I got to fucking learn from you. So I'm, I'm going to follow you. Once right. I, I look for the best person, once I learn from them, then it's like, I got to fucking outwork him now, you know, because I want to uh, be the best, not to be bragging rights, but because I got to be the best I can be of myself because my family needs that. Exactly. You know, um, but oh man, there was a point I was going to <laughs> like, like I always say on these podcasts, man, I don't have it scripted. It's just kind of freestyling, man. I just, uh, wanna, like you know, I just want to be raw and, and, and get to know someone you know, in a personal level. <laughs> right, right, right. But one thing I did want to say is, man, you're young still, man. What What do you have envisioned for yourself, man? Oh, so for the company that, that I'm building, I really want to build something similar. I'm not sure, I'm sure you're familiar with them. The media company, Me Too. Um, very targeted towards Hispanics, pretty much. They create content all day long. And now they're pretty much taking their content creators, or I would say their personalities, and now they're sending them to like the PGA golf tour. And they're, they're pretty much now charging for those services because... For example, the PGA golfer wanted to target more of a Hispanic community, so they reached out to Mitu, which has you know a, a ton of huge talented individuals working for them. They sent them out. PGA paid for them to come out, and now they they're building that audience. So I sort of want to build that. I like Gary V says, you know, build your company as a media company. You know, document everything that you're doing, and I sort of want to want to build this company to to do exactly that. Um, I can see something in the future where we're doing advertising. You know, for, from a very young age, I've always wanted to sell businesses. Uh, I've been in vinyl wraps. I've done billboards, that kind of stuff. Wow. And it's, it's, it's been a learning process, and I just want to learn more. Um, one thing I do envision myself is getting away sort of from a, the print side of business. Uh, I think where everyone's going digital. You know, the business card, I, I feel like it's, it's going to change very, very soon. Um, but I, I just I want, to, I want to sell stuff. I want to go out there and talk to people. I was talking to a friend recently, and... And ideally, this is so future down the road. I, I would love to do speeches. I would love to do motivational speeches. I would love yep. to you know, engage people and make them know that there is more to life if you just want to have the courage to ask for it, you know? Oh, so yeah. once I build a company, that, that would be my next step is to actually do speeches, sort of like Gary Vee does, man. I, he's a huge role model for me. Like he said, you know, if someone that looks like you, if someone who's an immigrant can do it, why can't you do it too? I love it, man. I love it. That's so <laughs> true, man. Um, Exactly. That's that's the, that's the ultimate goal for me, too, man. I, I want to impact people, man. That's why when I started this podcast, it, it fucking felt right, you know, because especially now that I'm getting all this feedback from people saying like, dude, like 
you say things and when I listen to him, it's like I needed it in that moment. It's like perfect. And I'm like, fuck, like I didn't know I I I, I did that kind of impact, you know? Right. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a small audience, but yet it's still like impactful, man. No, absolutely. You're right. And, I want to ask you a question if that's okay. Oh, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Gary Vee always talks about the luxury of being an immigrant. Where are your thoughts on that? The luxury about about being an immigrant. Mean meaning um oh go ahead. No, no, I'm listening. Oh, yes, yeah. uh, meaning like uh, being hungry. I'm, I'm thinking, right? Right, uh, exactly. You're an immigrant. You're, you're hungry. You're, you're, you're honestly like uh, I think everybody can have that mindset, even if they're okay. born from here. But honestly, like growing up, I, I remember my my uncle. He's the one uh-huh. who got me my first job at 16 years old. So I'm nice. 30 years old. I I feel like half my life I've been working, man, and hard. And right. I remember my, my uncle was always telling me like like. From a young age, at first I didn't understand it, but I remember like he used to be hard on me. He used to be harder than me on me than any other because he was like a, a he was a like a chef, like a manager, uh, cook, you know. So so he was teaching me how to cook, and he was like hard on me compared to everybody else. And I used to get mad, and I used to tell him, "Look, I don't see you telling nobody else anything. It's just me." And he right. was like, "Because I don't give a fuck about anybody else. I care about you." Exactly. And then after that, dude, my mindset changed. He used to be hard on me, yet I still I used to push harder. You know, and, and right. that's that's the, I feel like that's the immigrant mindset, you know, like not I feel like nothing's going to be given to an immigrant. The immigrant has to go out there and fucking get it. No, you're absolutely right. Yes, and, sir. And, and um, I'm not sure if, if that's what Gary Vee was. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying. But that's the, what I, I uh, took from it. Like right. an, an immigrant's never going to give he's, he's not getting a silver spoon. Exactly. You know, but on the other hand, the people who get silver spoons, I feel like they they get um. Soft. I I don't think that like like how do I put it? Um, yeah, they get a silver spoon. Yeah, it's a little easier for them, but it, it's 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 hard to maintain as well. So even though they have given they gave it to them. Hello. Hey hey, I think I think we cut off, man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it cut off. Hopefully you can piece that together. I, can I hope, you? Man, I'll figure it out, man. But I was on a run <laughs> and I was killing it. But damn. Right. <laughs> Where did we leave off, man? Because I was like. So it was it was shortly after you said that people that have a that, that get that silver spoon, um, they do have it easier at times. But then it, it just cut off there at oh, the beginning. Okay. I was I was trying to hear what was going on next. Yeah, man. No. So what I'm saying is a lot of people. Uh, uh, give a little bit of credit to the people that get silver spoon, like you know, like the silver spoon. And I'm thinking, like, no, dude, like, just because you have the silver spoon doesn't mean it's it, it's easy. You got to maintain it, and maintaining right. it is pretty hard too. You know what I mean? So when mom and dad are no longer here, you got to still fucking work hard. So regardless of a silver spoon or no silver spoon, at the end of the day, you got to fucking bring the work. You got to fucking work hard. Period. If you don't, then you're gonna fucking be broke. You're gonna lose everything, regardless. So at the end of the day. If, if you got a silver spoon, it's a little easier, but just know that you still have to fucking work hard. And if you're a fucking immigrant or you just fucking don't have the silver spoon, you know, uh, you got to fucking kill it. Dude, there's, there's no one else going to give it to you. One thing I, I heard was in life, nothing is given. No one owes you anything. You know, before, like, exactly. I, I used to have that, that mindset as I, I was entitled to something. I worked like five, six years at a restaurant and I was entitled to this manager position. You know, and I right. was like, they're not giving me the time of day. They're not giving me the chance. When I started reading books and started developing myself, I started realizing that it's not for me. It's not for them to give it to me. It's for me to go out and get it. I don't know if that exactly. makes sense. So what no, I, did was, makes sense. I went to the manager and I humbled myself and I said, hey, 
I have a family. I need I need to fucking learn this shit. Like teach me to do what you do. So the manager taught me how to do payroll, how to do inventory, how to do the order, how to do everything. There was a point where I was doing it for him. He was kicking back and I was doing everything. And then I had I had the 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 cashiers and the fucking uh cooks. They were making fun of me. They were calling me Barbero. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Like yeah, you're kissing up. <laughs> they were calling me Barbero, kiss ass. You know, they were calling me a kiss ass because I was doing right. the work for the manager. And and they would say, You're doing his work and he's getting paid the fucking manager money. And in my head, I was like, look, I'm not doing it for him. I'm doing it for me. I'm building right. my resume. I'm building my my knowledge. So people that are listening need to fucking understand that sometimes you got to fucking do extra work below your pay rate. You know? Uh, right. because, you got to put in the work. Yeah, you got to put in the work. You got to, if you if you think like a business owner, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you think this way too. Um, if you have a, if you have an employee that wants to do, uh, wants to get paid more, wants to get a paid uh, uh, manager's position job. He's like, dude, right. I, I want to be the manager for you. You know, you're manage- running your fucking business. You're going to be like, well, first show me you can do it before I can pay you. Because exactly. how am I going to pay you first when I don't even know if you can do the job? No, you're absolutely right. And you, and you got to more, do more than what you're expected to. Exactly. You know, if I can't trust you to, to sweep a floor, how do I trust you to run the front of the house, you know? Exactly, man. Exactly. But. You mentioned that you, you started reading books. What what would you say if you, if someone, you know, you're trying to motivate someone or you're trying to give someone some good knowledge, what what would be your top three books that you would recommend? Ooh, I love it, man. My my first one would be uh Jack Canfield, the success principles. I think sixty success principles, something like that. Okay. Um the reason why is because there is a, a chapter there that made it uh, all the chapters are good, but this chapter made it worth it. And it says Take 100% responsibility for your life. Okay. When I, t- when I took 100% responsibility for my life is when I went to go talk to the manager and said, I need you to show me. Right. I-, I didn't blame anybody else. I didn't blame the fucking company. I didn't blame. No, I blamed myself for not asking for fucking uh, knowledge. So that's one. The second one I would say is The Power of Habits. I don't know the, the, the author. But oh, man. The Power of Habits. It's a big, bright yellow and red book, right? Yep, that's the one. I it just got delivered to me. I haven't jumped into it yet. <laughs> Dude, that thing is is amazing, man. It, it talks about how habits work and how we can make them work for us. Um, awesome. That that's Charles Duhigg. If anyone's curious. Thank you. Thank Charles you. Charles Duhigg. No problem. And <laughs> what- the the last one that I would say, and I have a lot more, but these three are like the ones that I feel like have impacted me the most. Uh, the uh-huh. last one will be Tony Robbins. Uh, I think it's Awaken the Giant or something like that. A giant the Giants. So if you can look okay, it up. I'm just making some notes. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, um, Awaken the Giant with Finn. Yes, sir. Yeah. That one, uh, I, I like a lot of psychology books, you know? And, okay. and this one, I feel like, uh, helped, helped me with my mindset. It talked about um, uh, why we do things we do, you know? And, and one of the things I took away from it was, we try to avoid pain, and we try to gain pleasure. Okay. You know, so I can see that. with understanding that, you can probably redirect your your uh, way of thinking to benefit you. But I don't want to say too much because right. I want people to read them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm buying it as we speak. <laughs> oh man, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Check them out, man. They're they're amazing. Uh, what book do you recommend? Oh, great question. So apart from the Gary Vee series, the, the book that comes to mind is How to Win Friends and Influence People okay. by Dale Carnegie. Okay. 
Oh man, F- phenomenal, phenomenal author. It's it's incredible to me as I'm reading all of his books is that this man lived so long ago, but he his writing and everything that he he says could fit this day and age today. Um, so how to win friends and influence people pretty much teaches you exactly um, to to work with people to manage people. You know, it's, especially if you're having a conflict with someone. You know, the the best option there isn't always to win. You know, to to beat the other person, but to make sure that you know the best outcome for both people exists. Yeah. Um, a quote that always comes to mind but that is don't um, well I'm having some issues translating it is but sort of don't put someone else down or try to correct someone in public if it can be done in private Um, if you're having issues with someone try to say hey you know let's work this out let's let's do it for the best of us and then in private don't try to shame them or you know hurt their ego because it's where it it really explodes for everyone I, I do um, that 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 thing is powerful. I, I I need everybody to listen to that man. Like that part right there, like I learned uh in my you know career, I guess you can say, through all these jobs I've been mm-hmm. through. Um you can see the people, the different kinds of people. There's people who who like the power, you know, they want to be powerful and they wanna fucking like right. dictate everything in front of everybody so they can show their power. But at the end of the day, man, we're all people, man, we're all human beings. You know, especially in the bank banking Excellent. industry, you see that shit a lot, man. Like you see people that have a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account, they have, you know, a million dollars, and they think they can fucking point fingers and talk shit, and it's like, dude, no, you need to take that shit down a notch, man. You know, right? Like I, I had to. Yeah, money. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say money is just a way of keeping scored. Money doesn't really mean yeah. anything to to best power wise. <laughs> I, I had this uh, this this incident uh, a while back where there was uh, a customer yelling at, at one of the bankers you know this and that and i have because the wait time was like 30 minutes to 40 minutes to see a banker because we were just slammed you know and right. there was a mm-hmm. list you know and this person's like i have like over i don't know how much money here and and you need to see me now and blah 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 and, and just yelling <laughs> so i had to go over there and you know explain to the, the customer like hey like you know we, we have a list and then she's telling me the same thing i'll have all this money and i'm like you know, well, we thank you for, you know, being a part of the company and stuff, you know, with your money, blah, blah, blah. Right. But you still need to wait. Oh, where's the manager, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, uh, she still had to wait. And the next customer <laughs> I had had like five, I don't know, five bucks. I don't know how much money. He, had. he didn't have that much money in his account, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I tweeted him. We, we we sat down. We talked. We There was no rush. You know, I wanted to make sure this customer knows that just because there's a, a million dollar person waiting, I'm not going to treat this customer differently, you know? And that's key, man. Like, we're exactly. all human beings. We, I, I walked him outside his, the door, and he's like, wow, like, you're treating me like if I had a, a lot of money, dude. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's not about the money, man. You know? Right. And, and especially, like, coming from a customer service role, and I, and I really wish everyone in their, in their life could get a, a experience of working customer service because you just learn how to treat people so much better. I think uh, my first job, well, my first, I would say, retail job because my first real job was um, I was doing drywall. Um, I was 14 years old and um, you know the, the classic immigrant story I was doing drywall with my brother but my first big retail job was actually working at Best Buy okay. and you just hear everything from every kind of customer I, I, I was lucky enough to work there during Black Friday and you really get to see a different side of people that, you, that I never saw before you know people that think that like you said because they have more money or because they have a certain level of status their time is worth more than than, than you and that's that's certainly not the case at all um now, now moving on to pretty much seeing the other side is where I have to take care of the customer because it's it's the business. Um, you learn that a lot better. You know, time is money for a lot of people. Um, so I have to make sure 
that their their project gets delivered on oh, yeah. time while maintaining that level of customer oh, service. Of course. And it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle, but you got to do it. Yeah, right? I mean, but but life isn't easy, you know. Life is right. life is always about adapting and 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 figuring it out, dude. And so that's what life is about. Right, and I, I like the a video. I don't know if you saw it recently, Gary V put out. Is that you, some people have the audacity to think that they know what's going on in other people's mindsets? Did you, did you happen to catch that one on his Instagram? Uh, I think I did. I did. I think I did, man. It's it, it sounds familiar. Yeah, I think that the heading on you know how he puts the, the title is it's called um, nobody is lucky. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh huh. Oh man, it went completely viral for him, and, and it's certainly the biggest matches on there is like, just because you think like you know oh man I, I, if I only had more money I could do this or if you know if any sort of disability or any kind of of hold of thing that holds you back I would say is a lot of times it's more mental than anything because there are people out there that are absolutely killing it with that have less than what we have, yep. you know so. So you can't have that audacity to think, man, I'm not successful because of this or because of this adversity. Yep. You just got to go out there yeah. and work. It's funny because uh, um, <laughs> I heard that uh, post uh, like uh-huh. a day after uh, I did um, a podcast with uh, Raymond. You should listen to it, man. We and we were, we were I was like grinding or, or talking shit about people who say people are lucky. And, no, and, it's not and, luck. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, and, it, and it bugs me, man. It bugs me when people say that, like, I think in like out of all my podcasts, I think like five times I've mentioned it in different ones. I hate when people say right. you're lucky. Um, they say that to me quite a few times. Well, certain people, you know, like me and my wife are doing pretty okay in finance. But when it comes, okay. awesome. the reason why I want to build a business is because I want to have the freedom. I want my, I have my kids and right. I want to be able to, you know, travel and I want to be able to go to their events and whatever, you know, without stuck in a nine to five. So that's why I'm exactly. hustling because I want that freedom. Um, but uh, people always tell me like, "Oh, you're lucky because you got this or because of that." And I always tell them like, "Luck is only to an extent, man." I position myself for everything that's come to my life. Why? Because I take 100% responsibility for my life. Um, this podcast, I don't think would ever have happened if I didn't have the confidence. And I don't think I would have had the confidence if I wouldn't have gone through all the other shit I've gone through in my life, including right. reading. Reading has changed my life completely, man. Like, it's it's not even funny. Like, anybody who doesn't read needs to read. You know, not, we're, we're yeah. not all, not everybody's Gary Vee, <laughs> you know? Gary <laughs> just, just has it in him. But if you want to get to a certain level, I would say start off with reading five books a year. That's not a lot, man. That's not a lot. No. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, that's, I mean... I think I honestly think I, I don't know. I want you to speak on this because this is like something that fucking comes to my heart, man. Luck, man. Like, okay. Luck is when people say you're lucky, man. I want everybody to know that there's a little bit of luck, but everything is because you position yourself. I found my wife because I positioned myself. You know, uh, I got this job because I positioned myself. Uh, I, you know, I just feel like you got to put yourself out there and you got to fucking work and you got to fucking do. It takes steps, and you only will realize it. Once you make it to a certain level and you connect the dots backwards, that's the only way you're going to figure it out. But yeah, right. speak on it, man, because that thing, I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're absolutely right. Like for me, the, my encounter with that is, is recent, actually. Um, I was out with some friends and they said, you know, oh, well, you're lucky because, you know, you don't have to wake up early to go to work tomorrow. And, you know, it sort of hurt me at the, at the beginning because I'm thinking it's, it's not lucky. It's, 
I, I go to sleep sometimes at three, four o'clock in the morning because I have to do invoices or I have to, you know, send out proposals, that kind of stuff. Um, now it's kind of cool because like, like they said, you know, I, if I want to start the day at 10 a.m., I can. I don't. I start my days at 7 a.m. But they weren't there. They never saw, you know, those 24-hour periods where I wouldn't sleep just because I had to get the job done. Um, they, they never saw that. People don't actually see that. And like Gary Vee says, you know, he's huge now. He's very popular. Everyone knows about him now. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, well, he had an overnight success, you know, but that's not true at all. You know it. He's been out there. He's been putting out content for close to over a decade now. And a lot of people say, oh, well, he's lucky he got there. Now he has a hundred million dollar you know, media company. Oh, he's lucky he, he was able to overcome his adversity. No, man, he's just put in the fucking work. That's what you got to yep. do. Luck is not luck. You know, the, the one of the I think it, I'm not sure if it was Gary V that said it. Because the the harder you work, the luckier you get, uh, and that's what it comes down. Yeah, I've heard that one. I don't think it's Gary V. I don't remember who it was, but I heard that one. That's that's perfect, man. That's the harder you work, obviously you become luckier to other people's eyes. But honestly, no, everybody knows that. No, fuck no, it's not. It's like the work I put in. Exactly, yeah. and a lot of people don't don't see that beginning. Don't see the the, the struggle, the long nights. But yeah. man, I, I love it. I love the process, and I, and I hope it, it continues. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get more lucky, I, I would say, in their eyes. The thing <laughs> is that people see the breakthroughs and then they start fucking following or then they start and anything in life, if right. you start thinking about it, they start noticing when the breakthroughs happen. Let's let's go back. Let's go back in, in the days when the fucking man landed in the moon. That was a fucking breakthrough, man. But no one no one thinks about or no one even knew about the very first person who even had an idea of saying, hey, I'm going to build or we should build something where you can shoot it out in the sky and get to the moon no one knows about that person because they, they, that was crazy talk back then but then the, the breakthrough happened oh shit like oh yeah you know Mr. Armstrong and I don't know what the fuck you know <laughs> like when the breakthrough happens then everybody's looking but it's like no one sees the fucking struggles or the ideas when they're barely forming Exactly. And, and no one thinks they're possible until they actually happen. I, I think it was Les Brown or Eric Thomas, the one that said it is that he was talking about when before people knew that you could run a mile yeah, in, in a certain amount of time. Les Brown, yeah. right? He said before people thought that if you ran a mile, I can't remember the time, but I think it was if under four or five minutes, people thought that your heart would literally explode because it was not that possible for someone to go that fast. And after the first person did it, what ended up happening is everyone said, okay, now it's possible. And then everyone started breaking that point because now they saw someone do it. Yep. Now let's Even go after and get it. And stuff. Exactly. But that, but that first person was the one that changed the mindset. And that's really what I want to do. You know, I want to go out and, and teach people that you can do more than what you have now. You know, there is so much more to life than what you have right now. And, and, and it goes back to that thing when we started, it's that belief or that, that must or that why, the expectation you set for yourself. There's a, there's a little, uh, like a little story I, I, I read um, where <laughs> I think it was like a science experiment where they experimented with these mice and they put them in this like tank of, tank of water, you know? And so the mice were like swimming. Okay. I think it was like two of them. They were like swimming and stuff. And then uh, I think after like an hour, they fucking just stopped and drowned, you know? So they put two more mice in there and, and they were swimming too. And then like right before the uh, uh, right before the hour was over and they saw they were, you know, uh, they were going to die, they saved one of them. You know, and so uh, wow. so they they saved one of them, and then they put two mice again, one that and the one they got saved, and they're swimming, and within the hour, the 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 new one dies, but the other one, I think he swam for like three more hours, expecting to get saved. Wow. 
you know, so, so and, and that's the same thing with us, man. If we have the expectation or we have that, that faith, of, that belief of, of something greater can happen, dude, we can go like three times more than what we, we, we actually can, we think we can go. Exactly. You, know, you just have to believe in yourself and believe in your own skill. Yeah. That's, that's the hardest part for some, some people. Yeah. And then, and, and don't listen to nobody else, man. No one else can fucking uh, uh, put limitations on you, man. Only you put them. If you say, oh, because that oh, no. person told me, that's why I stopped. No, fuck that shit. It, you stopped because <laughs> you believed him, not because of what the fuck he said. You know? Exactly. And it goes, and, and that goes with, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Jack Canfield, the, the guy I told you about the book. He, uh, Jack Canfield, the, the, you know, the book that I told you that you should read? He he has a like right. a like a event where he talks about it. He says, uh, uh, "Self esteem is made by oneself." You know, like if for example, if, if me and you're t- uh, you know me and you're talking, and then I say, you know, and, and don't take this offensive, man. If I say, "Louis, you sure. know what? You're you're so dumb." You know, like this is ridiculous, <laughs> blah, blah blah. And I don't mean to assault you, man. I'm just just. It, it... <laughs> I understand. Uh, uh, I think so, I know where you're going. <laughs> so um, now, I would ask anybody who's listening. Do you think, uh, because what I said, uh, I lowered his self-esteem, or do you think I hired his self-esteem? Most people are going to say, oh, Eddie, you lowered his self-esteem. And it's like, no. Like, fucking listen to what I just said earlier. It's self-esteem. That means that it's his own decision if he wants to raise it or hire it. Now, now, Louis, right. you can say, you know what? Like, we've just talked for, like, 20 minutes. You know, how did you figure me out so fast? And then that, then you'll lower your own self-esteem. But if you say, you know what, Eddie, Eddie's only listened to me for 20 minutes. He doesn't really know me. Maybe he's a little intimidated because I'm, I'm, you know, answering all these good questions and, you know, asking him questions back, you know, and this and that. And, you know, maybe he's a little intimidated. Now, that's going to hire your own self-esteem because you're the – it's what – it's not what Eddie, Eddie says to Lewis. It's what Lewis says to Lewis when Eddie stops talking. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that's what everybody needs to understand. It's not what people say to you. It's what, it's what you say to yourself when everybody – when the noise cuts off. Exactly. At the end of the day, you're in control. And especially like going off of your point where, you know, you're listening, you're constantly listening to negativity or to what other people are saying is I think it comes back down to the five people that you have around you, man. Um, yep. if, if the five people you have around you are broke, you're going to be number six. If the five yes. people that you have around you are negative, you're not going to win. There is no way that you can win because you're constantly going to be, you know, oh, man, I did this. Oh, and then if the people around you aren't celebrating for you, they aren't happy, legitimately happy to see that you're winning. Get a new team. Get a new circle of friends that Call Lewis really, really <laughs> exactly. No, I'm, I want everyone to win. Absolutely, man. And and I was going to say, you know, you, don't be the dumb, the smartest person in the room. Um, find people that are ahead of you. Don't don't be afraid to, to you know feel dumb. I always like to say, put put yourself in uncomfortable situations because yeah. that's the way you, you grow. That's that's yep. the only way you grow. If you're comfortable, you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Yep. And, and there's a thing that I say, too, where it says uh, everybody wants to be comfortable, right? But one thing you need to understand right. is you're young right now. If you're comfortable right now, you can guarantee, guarantee that in the future you're going to be uncomfortable. Why? Because you didn't take the time today to be uncomfortable and work for your future. You see what I'm saying? So if you want to fucking chill and party all, all weekend long and fucking make the money to party and get the, the latest and greatest, you can guarantee that in the future when you're, it's time for you to retire, you're going to have to work because you have to, not because you want to. You right. see what I'm saying? Now, if you fucking hustle right now, when it's time to retire, you can fucking retire and not have to work another day of your life. 
but you want to because that's what you love. That's your passion. See, that's the difference. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but like for me, I always like to say oh, in Spanish, it's prefiero chingarme ahora and then disfrutar luego. In, yep. in English, I'd rather hustle now or I'd rather struggle now, uh, make sure that I can guarantee good millionership by the time I'm 35. Yep. Uh, and a lot of people don't get that. And a lot of people say, well, well, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to struggle through your teenage years. You're going to miss the best years of your life, man. I don't care if I lose the next 10 years of my life. If it's doing something I love and if I know that I'm building something greater, I'll take it. I'll take millionaire by 35. The thing I don't need. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go. Keep going. Keep going. I was going to say, I don't really need the flash right now. You know, I, I, I sort of. I shot for it. I, I was like, I'm thinking I'm going to go get this luxury car. And, you know, it's not really what a lot of people like to say. You know, I had the nice car for a while back when I was 19. Worst financial decision of my life. Yep. I, I always think about it. And, you know, it's cool. You know, it's cool for a good six months, six, seven or eight months. You know, everyone wants to ride in your car. Everyone thinks, oh, well, look at Lewis. He's making it. But then it goes away. You know, the, the, the flash goes away. And if I could change anything financially that I've done within the last five years, it would be not to get that, that car. Um, so right now I'm thinking, you know, my car I drive right now, it's an old beater car. You know, I, I want the struggle. I want that success story of, man, I literally came from nothing and now I have it all versus, you know, I, I don't want the flash. I don't want the nice branding clothes. I don't want the BMW. It's, it's about having the confidence in yourself. You know, if the only way you're confident is behind driving a forty-five, $50,000 car, then you're not really confident at all. Yep. Yep. Damn, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm like so passionate right now, man. I feel like we just need to fucking like I gotta get everybody I've interviewed, put them in a warm room, and do we just gotta fucking throw ideas out, you know? Uh, that would be dope. I, I love power sessions like that. I, I try to do it with with a couple of friends at least once a week. You know, we go to a Starbucks and just pretty much sit down and talk about it. Hey, you know, this is what I'm going. This is the problems that I'm going through in my business. And having sort of like that mastermind group is amazing yeah. because you get other people, you get different perspectives. You know, have you thought about doing it this way? And then it's it's mutual beneficial. To everyone, I, if I can give anyone advice, I would say find five people that are ahead of you or in completely different industries than you are and just sit down and talk with them. And you don't have to be selling something to them. You don't have to you know, just try to get stuff from them. Just sit down and talk to them. You, you can learn so much from other people. Every single person that you meet, you, you can learn something from them. And the more you learn, again, the more you earn. That is so true, man. Every person, like, like, like you said it perfectly, every person you talk to, I don't give a fuck who it is. How much they have in their bank, you can learn something yep. from them. Exactly. Every person, you know, uh, maybe this person is like, you can't learn money, but you can learn relationship, right? You know, like there's everybody has something to fucking give, you know, and that's another thing, too. If you got something to give, give, man, don't fucking hold it back, don't be selfish. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous or I'm shy because you're shy, you're, you're fucking being selfish, you know. Like, you, you exactly. could probably save, I don't know, like, I'm, maybe I'm going to extend, but you could probably save a life with what you got to share, but you're fucking holding back because you're shy. And now this person right. could, could lose his life. No, man, you got to share. You got to put yourself out there. Put, put yourself in a position to lose, and that's how you win. You know, um, I always like to reference back to this point, but, like, as, as a young kid, like, starting dating, for example, you know, you're never going to go get that girl or that guy if you never put yourself out there in a situation where you could possibly lose. Yep. That never happens, especially also in work, you know, a person that never that you know got to the top is now the VP of a company didn't land there. They put themselves in a position to be told no, but it worked out. Yep, it's like it's like it's like that quote. Uh, no one, no one. Uh, uh, how does it go? No, no one was. No one landed on the top of the mountain. I think that's how it was. Right. 
No one landed. Yeah. You got to fucking climb. You know? Exactly. Like, ain't nobody going to fucking land on the, on the peak. No, you got to climb. You want to get to the top? You want to, you know? You got to fucking climb. You got to work for it at the end of the day. And and that's what really goes back to saying is you got to do what you love because if you don't absolutely love it, if you don't want to struggle for it, if you don't want to actually put in the work, I don't care how much money you're making, it's not going to work out for you. Yep. <laughs> so two questions, brother. The, fir- the yes, first sir. one, uh, what's your why? Why are you doing what you're doing, man, besides loving it? There's got to be something, dude. Is it uh, you- your future fucking <laughs> self? or What, what is it? What What's going to keep you going when when everything else is failing? Uh, good question. Uh, I think more than anything, it's my family, man. Um, I have to always reference back to my mom. Uh, my mom brought me to this country. I'm, I'm one of those DACA kids that people like to talk about. Okay. Uh, my mom brought me to this country when I was five years old. And I always have this quote myself is that I, I didn't come to this or my mom didn't bring me to this country to be average. So oh. I pretty much. <laughs> I love yeah. My, my mom didn't bring me here to be average. I have to pretty much give back to her. I, I want to, you know, buy her that house. I always have that dream of my mom back and just pretty much paying her back for giving me the opportunity to grow up here, go to school here and have the opportunities I have now that I know wouldn't be possible back where Dude, that's my dream too, man. (laughs) Buying my mom the house. Like I already have it envisioned. I'm going to tell my mom, Hey, like, let's go. Like I'm going to take her out to eat or something, you know? And I'm like, let me stop by this house real quick. You know, like it's a friend, come on in, you know? And then she's going to come in and everything's going to have furniture and everything. She's like, Oh, it's a nice house. And I'll be like, it's yours. And then we're going to exactly. fucking both cry and shit, you know, and all that stuff. Dude, I can already that's see awesome. it, man. And that's your, your visioning. You're, you're asking for it. And that's yep. what I like to tell people, you know, you picture it in mind like you already have it. And it's, yep. it's going to come. It's yep. definitely going to come for you. <laughs> all right, man. I got one last question. And then uh, if you got anything for me or for the listeners, dude, we'll do it. But last question's a little weird. Um, I've, I've done it in every podcast. So, you know, but <laughs> if you were to die tomorrow, brother, and were reborn okay. an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh, great question. Man. I'm going to be super cliche here. You know, everyone that, that hustles, that likes to grind, I would definitely go for a lion. Yep. I, I, like, I just love that vision. I have one in, in my office. Um, okay. Just the ferociousness of what they're after. You know, they're out there hunting. They're not sitting around just waiting for their next meal to come in. They're out there killing it and bringing it home for the family. Yep. Have you, did you hear the, the, the lion and the gazelle by, by uh, the one that Eric Thomas said? The lion and the gazelle? No, no, sir. Oh, uh, dude, I'm not going to say it like he says this. You got to fucking listen to him. But uh, <laughs> it, it says something like this. Like every, and I know it, it wasn't him who said it. Like but he, he copied it, you know. But it says okay. every morning, uh, a lion. Uh, fuck, I can't even say it, man. <laughs> Let me see if I can look it up. Look there it up, dude, and, and say it for What's everybody that? to hear, man. It's uh, the original quote is from Christopher McDougall. McDougall. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it'll be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sun comes up, you better be running. Boom. Oh, that's awesome. I love that quote. No, <laughs> but wait, Eric, Eric Thomas adds a little extra flavor to it. He says, but there's two different kinds of running. The gazelle okay. is running from something, and the lion's running to something. Now, okay. now he says, if the gazelle is not being chased, the gazelle does not progress. It just stays there. It's like whatever. Right. So the gazelle needs something to push it forward. Like some, So you don't want to be the gazelle. You want to be the fucking lion, the one that's hungry, that if you don't fucking kill it, your family doesn't eat. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, it's so powerful. It's oh man, I gotta listen to that as well now. I'm just, I'm just everything that you're telling me. I'm just adding it to a list so I can consume that later. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man, I got so much, man. But, but definitely, man, I, I got so much from you too. This is the kind of uh, interviews I like, man. These are the ones I like, man. Thank you very much for fucking bringing it. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, absolutely, man. Anytime, I'm, I'm always happy to do these kind of podcasts. I think it's awesome just to communicate um, with some people all over the world. The technology is amazing for yeah. that. <laughs> so anytime I get to sit down and really talk to someone, get a different perspective, I'm always super down for it. Yep. Um, yes, sir, thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I know times are different and stuff, and we had to figure it out. But thank you for making it work. Oh, no, you're, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Do you have anything for me or the listeners? Um, any just pretty much closing comments. Don't be afraid. You know, an awesome video, if you haven't seen it yet, is by Will Smith. Talks about skydiving. Yes. Uh, you got to see it. If you haven't seen it, pretty much says at the very end is the best things in life are on the other side of fear. And I, I can't really stress it enough. You know, if whatever you're thinking about doing, just go out and do it. If it's if it's a relationship that you're trying to build with someone, go out and ask them. You never know you're going to until you try. And even if it's a no, let that no teach you something. Let, learn, push yourself. If you're going for a job, just go out there and, and go for it, man. Learn and put in the work. I promise you it comes it comes to you. I promise you. Just go out and follow it. One thing I uh, one thing I read was uh, about failure is uh, I mean uh, about fear is the fear of failure is worse than the failure itself. Right. Because if you're afraid to fail, then you won't even try. And exactly. if you don't try, how would you know? Compared to if you right. fail, hey, I fucking gave it my all. It wasn't for me. This is not my path. Let's find something else. But you wouldn't be what if, you know? Exactly. You never want to be what if because, like you said, if, if you don't know the answer, that I don't know about you guys, but that eats at me. That what if moment, that just eats me away. So if I go out there and, and I try to go get a client or if I try to talk to someone, I'd rather it be a no and then, okay, say, okay, I'm calm with myself. I'm calm with my thoughts knowing that it was a no and now we'll move on to the next thing. Then versus saying, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be rejected, so I don't want to talk to them. And then always be thinking 10 years from now, what if it was that person or what yep. if it was that job, you know? Yep. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you once again, man. And uh, we're going to stay in touch, man. Uh, if you ever need anything, brother, just don't hesitate to message me, man. Oh, absolutely. You and anyone else in, in the Digital Era group or anyone else that wants to reach out, you know, I'm huge on, on throwing the jab. So right now, I, speaking of which, I, I, I put something out there on the Gary V um, group, pretty much saying I, I would do free logos to the first 30 people out there and I got slammed, but I'm still trying to help people. Um, if you guys need any kind of digital or design help ideas, any kind of thought process um, help, web design help, always feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to help out anyone else and bring that value i love it thank you brother all right so have a good day talk to you soon Bye bye.